What's up? Welcome to the Charger Topic. I'm Avi. This is Savannah. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Kindig. And what What's up, want, everybody? And what he wanted to be talking about is the grind about high school, school. So we'll let you get start talking about that. All right. Thanks for having me on today. And uh, so they, uh, Jonathan came to me and he asked me if I had any interest in being on the podcast. And I was like, sure. Uh, and then he was like, well, what do you want to talk about? And so that, that kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. So I, I really had to start to think, what is it that I want to talk about? So um, I think, uh, you know, what goes on inside the classroom is that's a, a big subject, right? Probably yeah. above all of our pay grades. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought what we could talk about is things outside of the classroom. Like what, what is it that we do or we can do at J-Town to make it more enjoyable? You know, like the, uh, the extra, the extra things, extracurriculars, or just the, the things about high school that when you look back on, you may think, Oh, you know, I had a great physical science teacher as a ninth grader or something like that. But, you know, I don't know. I don't remember very many of the assignments that I had to do in high school. I could probably think of a couple if I really sat down, but just like the experience and what goes along with that and how being a part of something or finding like a community within the school makes everything else more enjoyable. And so, you know, what is it that's going to help me work harder to get to where I want to go. And, you know, what's what's the benefit of it other than just, you know, something four years from now? What can we do to make our time while we're here, you know, dare I say it, fun? You know, and make it, you know, for me it was uh, playing football, playing sports. I mean, I liked school, but I loved to play football and be a part of the team. So that just like, you know, it, would, it almost made the day go so much faster. And that's just like a small example. So just kind of get y'all's input, you know, because when you get out of high school, we're always talking about college and career ready. And you guys know all about this, like all this stuff. You, you got to take a welding class and you got to take a health, you know, you, it's, it's like, no matter what academy you're in, they want you to do all this stuff. Right. And they want you to oh, do yeah. a senior defense. And then so then that's great. So then once you leave high school, what do you like? What are you going to do? once you get out into the the real world. And I think when I was in high school, I was always like, the whole time I was in school, like in elementary school, whatever I didn't like about elementary school, and I remember thinking this, oh, it'll be better in middle school. And then you get to middle school and you find out it's just more, right? More work, whatever. And then yeah. you get to high school and you're like, oh, maybe you're not looking forward to going to high school. I know I was kind of like, what's it going to be like, you know? And then people tell you all these things about high school. And then you get to high school and you find out it's pretty much going to be what you make of it. Yeah. Okay. So then when you leave high school, same thing. You might think, oh, once I'm away from, you know, and like these people, right? It's always these people in high school. So like once I'm away from these people, then, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever, whatever. That's, that was kind of my thought too. But then you find out once you get out there. 
it's just a different set of people, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, what can we do in high school or here at J-Town to kind of, like, find out now's the time. Like, when you're young and you, you might think, I have so much to do, I'm so busy, but, like, it only gets worse, like, once you get out of high school. So just finding things that interest you and how that can, you know, help you later in life. It's just not, you know, not everything's frivolous. So that's just kind of my thought. So I don't know. We need to pipe up about that. Like, yeah, no, I know certainly for me about saying that you need to have some group or something that you can always work towards. Saying with me personally, choir's always been a big part, middle school and especially high school now since it's a bunch of these like-minded people that just want to come and do music. And it's always really nice when you have somewhere during the day just to go and just be with people that right. are akin with. And a lot of them are, you know. So we have everyone from, like, freshmen to uh, seniors, which is a nice, very diverse group of people since you get everyone, you know, some very immature, some very mature for their age. And I always like that personally. Since we also now have a concert tonight, as we're recording this, that is. And it's these... So what, what will this post? What will this be up? So the concert will be over by the time it's... Yeah, this, it's going to be coming out on Friday. Okay. Yeah, every Friday. Yeah. So. So, and Mr. Kindig will be there singing as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, with that, is that I've seen these people who pretty much never did choir once and then then become, you know, these really great singers that I'm like, oh, I'm, like, ready to be with them. I'm, like, ready to be hyped with them. I know that's just for me personally. Yeah. For me, honestly, I don't really care. I'm just like, oh, I'm at school. Like, I have this to do, I have that to do. But I also, like, just put off a lot of things because I don't know why. I just, I just do. But when I look forward to school, it's like, because I have my uncle for first period, I just go to him. And I'm like, oh, I guess you my uncle. And it's like for Kai. Who's your uncle? Uh, Brian. <laughs> he works with Miss Ganelli. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have him for first period and I like get excited to go see him or like in CAD class. Like I'm not that great at CAD. Like I'm kind of trash at it. But I look forward to like doing the, like the little things like 3D modeling, like printing something or really wanting to do the boat regatta because that's one thing like I really enjoy doing. So it's like I don't really about it honestly i'm just like okay just here so you you so like there's enough things going on like inside the classroom mm -hmm. to kind of like get you through yeah, you know much. and that's that's great like that's a great situation for you and it's good that you enjoy being able to sing and then so we have at j-town and i've been here it's my like i came in in february like more than halfway through one year, so it's like five and three quarters, or I don't know, at least five years, six years, something like that. But anyway, we've always had a really good uh, choral and band and music program mm -hmm. uh, with Miss Lily and Mr. Um, I think his name's Stewart. Mr. Stewart, and now the the new orchestra teacher. Teacher, I guess. Maestro. Are they allowed to call him the maestro? Is that or the conductor, <laughs> musical know. conductor, like when you go when you go see the orchestra or whatever, everybody has to stand up when the maestro comes out, and he comes in and out all the time. Like I swear, I it's five times, but that's all. Fun. <laughs> but anyway, so that's you know the music department is good, and you know, you know in the United States like football is always that always takes like top 
yeah. football and basketball are these the big deals. But, you know, is there is there a way that we could like kind of push the music department, you know, other than just like word of mouth? Because I think it gets out pretty well in the community. Like at the concert tonight, there'll be all kind of people there. Yeah. And so you have just as many people participating in the band when we have our marching band and the orchestra band and choir you know so many people participating in things like that it's probably it's got to be probably greater than what we have going out for the football team you know oh yeah and, no, of yeah, football yeah. Team so you should make that on pod i mean they're trying right? <laughs> yeah, they are trying, they are trying okay, but they're, they're trying, they're trying suck. right um, but you know it's it's about Involvement, right? So we have a lot of good, you know, community involvement in our choral pro- in the programs, and and even I was never in the marching band, but I know any good marching band that people want to be a part of, and you know, there's always a bunch of parents there to help out, right? Yeah. So we get like the community involvement and support. So if you have a good experience in high school in the choral department or the music department. Then later in life, you know, whatever, you know, and you have the opportunity, that's probably something you're still going to want. You might gravitate to, you know, or like find opportunities to sing and continue that same kind of community when you get out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you, if you relate that to, you know, whatever, whatever you go into, like whatever career you go into, or if you go you know, if you go to college or a tech school or somewhere where you're like continuing your education or you're apprenticing somewhere and you're working, right? Like it's, there's a reason why they call it work. I mean, you, no matter how much money you get, it's still work, right? Yeah. So can we, you know, try to like integrate our extracurricular things and when we present it, be like, this is something you can do for the rest of your life. You know, you can meet people and have experiences now. And then when you're out in the working world, you know, you might have a little bit more money. You might have a little bit more time than you have in high school. But you still, like, have opportunities to get involved with things. And the it's just like riding a bike, right? Can only all ride bikes? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I okay, all right. But I get the... You can ride a bike, though, right? Yeah. No. I, I didn't learn how to... <laughs> All right, we got okay. Uh, but I understand more now. We have got to get you, we have got to get you to be able to ride a bike because you're still in that window of like being able to ride the bike without completely freaking out or like falling and breaking your arm or something, right? Yeah. That's something you usually want to learn when you're little, right? Because yeah. it's easy as soon as you get on the bike once and you're allowed to ride a bike. That's why they say it's just like riding a bike. You never forget it, right? So High school, even though, you know, it's not always easy to just, like, go and try something new because, you know, kids are kids are awful, right? And, you, and everybody's always worried that somebody's going to make fun of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was your age, too, so same thing. Well, the good thing about that is when you're a kid and you're 14, people will make fun of you no matter what anyway, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, like, that's one thing you've, like... The easier you just accept that it doesn't matter what you do, there's going to be somebody who's going to make fun of you for it, okay? Yeah. Or, so, you free yourself of a lot of that when you're like, okay, well, if I don't try to go do whatever this thing is, 
That's awesome. You can hear the bathrooms in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what, keep laughing at. Once you get over that, like, you accept that, and then you just start to say, okay, this is one thing I'm not going to worry about. Then it's just easier to try new things. And as you get older in life, it's it's the same way. Like, So that's what I'm going to kind of like encourage it. Like, you know, and it's going to have to be student-led, because it should be honest, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, anytime teachers or administrators, you know, they say, one of the things, when I was in high school, anytime some teacher tried to tell me something was going to be really cool, I just like, okay, this is going to be not cool at all. The most boring thing, right, that humanly possible. Sim- yeah, like simply because the more they pumped it up to be cool and exciting, you just knew it was going to be neither. Yeah. yeah. And it may, like, may have turned out to be cool and exciting, but just you kind of had that mindset of, I don't think there's anything cool or exciting about these people. Yeah. And so, I don't, you know, so how does that relate to, you know, on the grind, right? Like, people get up early. Like, that's when you see it, like, on social media, you know. People, like, take a picture of the alarm clock, 4.30, and they're, like, out here grinding, you know. And that's great, okay? It's great to, like, really pour yourself into something. But, you know, you got to have something else, too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I always encourage people to get involved in high school because, you know, I teach freshmen. So at the beginning of the year, freshmen don't talk much at all. And then everybody in, you know, like the football team, like, hey, we got a football game Friday night. And somebody every single year, doesn't matter how the football team is, they're like, oh, the football team's trash. And I'm like, like, without fail, right? Doesn't, I'm like, well, are you on the football team? Like, no. Do you play football? No. Why do you have you decided it's trash? Like, why, you know? And, you know, or somebody will say, I'm in the choir. And somebody will say, oh, the choir's stupid. So I hear this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. This school's lame. There's nothing to do. Well, you just told me that, you know, you got five people in this class who all said five different things they're involved with. And you said every one of them was stupid. So, what... What is it you like to do? Right, you tell me. And it, this happens every year I've been here. You tell me what is it you want to do or you like to do. And it's either they have no idea or it's something like, you know, I wish we had a parachute club <laughs> or something like that, right? Yeah. So, okay, so do I, right? Like I, I wish we had an airplane and we could all go skydiving together. That would be awesome, right? Yeah. But show me what high school has a skydiving team. Right. So just try to find that balance between what is it we could actually do and what is it we're willing to do or, you know, how can we do it? Um, I know a couple of years ago, whatever was pre-COVID, was that 2020? 20, it was like the spring of 2020 or the spring of 2019? It was, it was the, it was, it was like, the, like December 2019, then 2020, and then 2021. Okay. Which we're currently in. So, it was your sophomore year, right? Or your, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it was okay. our sophomore year. Sophomore and then junior year. So, or, yeah. we had, why was, did I even think about this? It was like February of like our yeah. sophomore year. That okay, now what it was. There was a kid, there was a student at J-Town who started putting on uh, video game tournaments after school. It was for 
Smash something. Smash yeah, Smash Brothers S- Ultimator. It was the. It was still really big. Yeah, okay. So, um, and I, I wish I could remember his name. If you're if you listen to the pod, send us an email or something, or hit us up on Twitter. Do we have a Twitter for the pod? The pod doesn't have a Twitter. Okay. Who need to make this. one? We can make one. <laughs> List of things to do. All right. <laughs> anyway, so he started having these tournaments, and he had probably like two or three of them, and so. I remember he came around, and I think at the time, Mr. Corey was teaching 11th graders, too. I think he was teaching, like, one history class. So he, that's how he knew the kid, right? So he came down to the freshman hallway, and he was asking Corey if he would, you know, chaperone or volunteer for the event or whatever. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, they're having a video game tournament. And I, I don't play video games. I try to act like I don't playing because I'm too cool to play video games but the truth of the matter is when I was a kid I tried to play video games and I was always terrible at them and we never got whatever the video game was to like two or three years after everybody had it so <laughs> that's why I'm not into video games now I just don't know anything about it so I told Mr. Corey I was like why what, why are they doing this right so long story short I go in the day of the tournament and there was like 150 kids in there and I was like, this is, this is a phenomenon, okay? Like, this is already a thing. And now, you know, they've got eSports. We've had eSports for a while here. But it was student-led. Like, it was a student who arranged the whole thing. And he did a great job. He arranged for the food. He got everybody signed up. He got all the gaming consoles there. And it was a big deal. And there was it was by far you know, the larger, most well-attended and most participated in, like, student activities since I've been here. No, yeah. And it was, you know, it was student-led. So, um, I mean, I could sit here and tell you about some cool, fun thing we should be doing, but it's because I think it's cool and fun, and that maybe you would, I don't know. But um, I think it's a conversation we need to start having. Because I don't like being, I like, I don't like things to be boring. I don't like it when my class gets boring and I'm the first one who knows when it is getting boring. And then I don't, like, I get in a bad mood because it's boring. So if I'm bored, I know that students are bored. So, you know, I try to, try to liven it up. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, um, I would, you know, so what, like, what do you guys think about that, like, I, I think that the student-led part would be absolutely great since it would be peer-on-peer, yeah. especially since we know, we see these kids in the hall, we talk to them sometimes, yeah. and they've seen us and talk to us maybe once We kind of relate to them in a way. Yeah, and since we're, you know, we're not some teacher that's been, you know, teaching here for six, five years, right. years, and that they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s And who might even. not care about what they say or think. Especially, but yeah. when, you know, they're closer to our age, we have that connection to some degree. Yeah, that makes sense. So you ever felt like that's a conversation you could have? Or, I mean, do we even know, like, how would you even bring that up? It's probably not, and it's not something you can bring up in, like, regular conversation. Right. But I think, you know, having a discussion here might maybe hopefully start some... I guess, like, probably, like, talking about it in the classroom. Yeah. If it's, like, like an exit ticket or whatever, like, if that's, like, a question, then it would be, like, probably talked about, but, like, just bringing it up to a teacher, a teacher would be like, what are you talking about? And just, like, not really care. 
just make make fun of you. You think they would say that? Some they teachers would say they are wouldn't rude really here. They just make fun of you. But some <laughs> teachers are rude here. I'm just saying, some are rude here. Well, I mean, but, sometimes the teachers make fun of you just like ha ha he he. Like they're not really trying to hurt your feelings. No, okay. some teachers. Okay, just want to get that on record with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, I I understand that too because it's it's crazy how like. Uh, how things work between like teachers and students is like very similar between how things work between like teachers and administrators. So, um, you know, we all, a lot of times, you know, students will complain about stuff about teachers and I'll hear them talking about it. And I just like, it's kind of funny as long as it's nothing like bad or terrible or awful, but it's yeah. like funny how like, okay, they complain about stuff we do. And then, like when then when you guys aren't around, right? Then oh, we also then we complain about administrators, right? And if you're ever around administrators, they complain about the administrator of the administrators, you know. So it's like, it's like, okay, we just need to like cut all this out, right? Yeah. And just figure out, okay, you don't like it when they do this to you. I don't like it when they do that to me. So then, how can we like? bridge this gap of communication like and, and what really is the the disconnect you know i think a lot, a lot of times uh it's just not communicating about it and the follow-through see that's what always happens right mm-hmm. uh okay. bring me solutions not problems right so if if you know i think part of the reason why this uh the game tournament was so successful is he he had the whole thing already planned out. Like, I th- I'm pretty sure this wasn't his, like, he, I don't know where he was doing these tournaments at other than at the school, but it's like he'd already worked out a lot of these problems. So if anybody had a question, well, how are you going to do this or how are you going to do that, he already, already had the answer for it. Yeah. So, but I think, you know, as students or as teachers, we need to have a way to give you that opportunity to put that together without, like you said, just somebody saying it's a stupid idea now, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, I I remember that happening a lot too. You know, even when I was in school, like you would broach a topic or just bring something up and, you know, you would just get poo-pooed before yeah. you even got into any phases of it. So... You know, if if you had the opportunity to say, okay, well, that's, you know, that's a great idea. We just need to, like, make you aware of, like, this is what we're operating within, right? So, now that you know, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. So, now that you know why we have to do things X, Y, Z, or A, B, C, or whatever, can we still make it happen within that? And that helps, right? Because... Not everything's always a no does you know sometimes just means like not now as opposed to like not ever, or we just have to figure out you know how can we get you know uh more faculty involvement or how can we you know make sure people have a way to get home or you know things like that, or who's gonna fund it like how are we gonna get the money together? It doesn't mean it's impossible to get the money together or impossible to get the funding um just give people things to look forward to, you know, because not, I mean, 
newsflash, not everybody's a great student, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Not a, tra- you know, traditional student. And, you know, one of the best things about J-Town is that we have, you know, non-academic, uh, like, strictly academic pathways that you can take. You know, it's not all just doing research and writing papers and, you know, whatever you would think of scholarly pursuits. So I think we could try to roll that over into the, you know, non-traditional extracurricular activities. You know, like not just staying within the the paradigm of sports, choir, or music, you know, because, um, you know, they, when they make movies, right, they always make the villains like the jocks, right? You know, oh, yeah. it's always the, the meanies on the, the whatever, yeah. right? But trust me, you try to get around these music people or these band groups, they're just as savage as anybody else. <laughs> if not okay? more. If not more. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not easy to learn how to play the clarinet or the, you know, uh-huh. the whatever. <laughs> and especially, uh, you know, if you're, a, if you're a junior in high school, you want to go try to play the baritone or I don't know, anything. You know, you've never played anything before. It's not going to be pretty at all, right? No. So, you know, it's it's almost like uh, if you're not, so let's say you don't, you don't like to play sports and it's not your thing. You're not musically gifted. You're not theater, the drama, you know. So we have like a, like a lot of traditional things that aren't sports, but they're still like kind of clicky a little bit, you know. Um so just trying to find ways to branch out even just a little bit more, you know, with understanding the fact that there's more to it. Like, you may not be able to sing or, you know, maybe we can have a choir for people who can't sing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's because you might enjoy singing and you cannot sing a lick. And no matter how much you practice, you may never be a good singer, right? Yeah. But should we not be able to sing? And so what do we do for people like that, right? Like, is I, I don't know. I, I'd put myself in that category. I cannot sing at all, and I learned that at a very young age. And people went out of their way to let me know that I could not sing, right? But I still like to sing. So, you know, what, just other ways to reach out to more people to make them feel like they belong. Because when you feel like you belong to something, then you will treat it better, you know, and then you'll be, you know, more willing to reach out and, like, find more of these things that bring us together. That's what everybody loves to say. We have more things to bring us together than to keep us apart, you know? That's, I agree, right? But then sometimes you need to, like, I need some hard, I need some concrete examples of that right like like that's great and all but let me have the opportunity to demonstrate that with other people right like so what what, what can we do to you know roll with that i guess i'm thinking like maybe teachers bring up to students be like what would you like to happen more in the school like what kind of activities would you like to do and then like probably bring it to you know, the administrators, or like, other teachers, like, just to let people know, and, like, other students in other classes, because I feel like if, 
you know, a kid says something like that, they'd be like, oh my god, I like that too, and then, you know, they would talk about it. I feel like it would just probably spread the word in a way. Like yeah, it, yeah, and uh, maybe eventually, or someone, yeah. the person who made the idea would maybe eventually get to it, which yeah. that would be a good thing since that everyone would heard it. Yeah, I know we have a the site based decision making. It's called SBDM. I don't. It's SBDM. I don't know their site based decision making team or whatever they are, but they, you know, kind of help set policy for the school, right? To a certain degree, like there's some things we have to do because the state says we have to do it or JCPS has to do it. And then there's like the SBDM and they kind of make decisions on everything else or how like we interpret that. So um, I don't know. I kind of I think like I can ask kids all day long, what do you want to do? And like I said before, you know, you, you may never know the outcome you might get of that. But I know I would like to, you know, something... I don't necessarily have, like, a lot of extra time to coach anything or, you know, be an advisor for something. And I'm aware of that. But I don't want to get J-Town into the point where we're, like, like people really feel like there's nothing here for them. So, you know, if if instead of people were presenting to you, like, everybody's always talking about ideas. Do you have any ideas, ideas, ideas? Maybe if we could, like kind of set up some kind of framework for then for like students to like put those ideas into action right like instead of saying um you know i don't know you guys want like here's this we could start a club for this or you know some sort of interest group for this or whatever and already have like it all set up and then kind of like meld into that maybe kind of like have you know the faculty and staff kind of like build that bridge halfway and then just like let the students build the bridge to the other half instead of expecting you know 14 15 16 year olds to figure the whole thing out on their own you know oh yeah yeah which is already what we kind of do in these pbl projects you know like when we did that concert a couple years ago you know like in the end it turned out I think way better than anybody could have imagined and a lot of people participated and a lot of people had fun and you know it beat the heck out of a regular day of school you know but it was like nobody had to do it all by themselves the students didn't have to do it all by themselves the I mean everybody did a lot of work um and it was like we kind of like got to do it for one year and then I think the next year is when everything went haywire I forget yeah. what they had planned for the next year, but, um, so I know we can short on time here a little bit. We got to get out of here, but to, you know, start this conversation, like, can we do more to improve school spirit? And I think we can, I just think the traditional model or idea of what school spirit was has got to, it's got to shift mm-hmm. because, just showing up on day one, you know, and just expecting everybody to, you know, have that charger pride. It's just, yeah. it's just not realistic, especially, you know, we have a lot of students who the first time they've been to the school is the first time they show up on the school bus. Yeah. You know, they don't, oh, yeah. they don't know anything about the school or have any connection to it. I feel like if teachers probably like 
know more about this generation, then it'll be better for us kids. Like, I know Miss D and you guys, like, blast music and, like, try to play our music, and us kids, like, get happy over it and just do stuff like us kids would like to do. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. And I think since you said we're a little bit short on time, I'm right. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. so we're a little bit short on time, <laughs> and that I want to be saying, you know, all your points were really good, I like, you know, how you wrapped up everything in the end, but I think this concludes our episode, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Apple, yeah, there we go, YouTube, YouTube, right, Instagram. and Instagram at the Charger Topic, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye.